shocked, appalled, absolutely stunned. The Denver Broncos made a decision today that has reverberated around the NFL world, benching $200-plus million quarterback Russell Wilson. It is the breaking news of sports television today, and we got to talk about it. Here is the setup. See, if y'all remember, when Sean Payton got hired, he did a couple things that if you were keeping a key eye on to, you saw a setup was coming. At first, he said, Russell Wilson, a parking spot? We don't do that around here. Russell Wilson has his own office? Yeah, we don't play those games around here. But then after that, he said, Russell Wilson, he's got to stop kissing these babies and quit worrying about his public image. But then after that, remember in September, the wristbands became a thing. Russell Wilson was not getting the play calls out fast enough, and Sean Pitt, Payton kind of hinted, well, you know what? Maybe we'll go to a wristband if we have to. Then more recently, publicly berating Russell Wilson on the sideline. I've never seen a quarterback of Russell Wilson's magnitude be yelled at like that publicly by the head coach. And then lastly, Sean Payton, after the most recent loss to the Patriots, hey, our offense, it's not good enough. This was the setup, but now we got to get to the execution. Russell Wilson officially, as of today, benched. Future Hall of Famer, we all think. A dude that has had MVP conversations around his name for the last half decade, and now he is on the bench. This is what sports television is made for. Conversations like the one we are about to have. James Jones. Oh, what is it, my dear? Look how scared he was. <laughs> Boy, he's all scared. What happened? Yeah, y'all. He's like, I, mean, I got to take your word for it. I'm not just listening to my dog. Remember, oh, you trust he me. I trust you. People, remember? You see his face. He can't take advantage of that. <laughs> I was, you know, I'm at work. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. Shane is trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> I mean, I feel bad for Russ. I, I feel bad for Russ, too. James, how do you feel about the decision? Are the Broncos making a mistake moving on from Russell Wilson? Well, I mean... They better have a plan because right now it's tough to say they're making a mistake because they might have a plan. But it's a lot of organizations that did not have a plan at the quarterback spot True. once they moved on from a really good quarterback. And when you watch Russell Wilson this season, Russell Wilson, we've had a lot of conversations about the Denver Broncos and Russell Wilson has not been the problem. Right. It's a couple games this season where you could say. That's a bad game from Russ. Other than that, I feel like Russ has, Russ has been doing his job, you know. But these last two games when you lose and you get beat down by the Detroit Lions and then you lose to the New England Patriots at home and you do not play well, these are decisions that happen. But this is tough for me because there's no way that my man Fox did not want Russell Wilson. He was working here. And he said, I'm coming off the Sean Payton, I'm coming off the couch to coach the Denver Broncos. The only reason I feel like he took that job is because he felt like I have a solid quarterback. Yes, he did not play well last year, but with the system I'm bringing, I will get him right. He has gotten him right. I think Russell Wilson from last year to this year is night and day. And a lot of these plays Russell Wilson has made, touchdown passes Russell Wilson has made, most of them been Russ being Russ. Not standing in the pocket and one, two, three, four, five, ball out. It's Russ off-scripted plays, making plays. So this right here, man, when you talk about making a mistake, I was going to say no, but I think yes. Because the plan you're going to go out there is either going to be a rookie, is it going to be a veteran, who knows what it's going to be. And you're, you're um, parting ways with Russell Wilson. And I think... I don't know what the plan is, but I think this is going to be a mistake. I think this is a cutthroat business. It's a huge mistake. It's a huge mistake. The reason I think it's a mistake is because, James, you brought it up. We have seen this happen three times. Mm -hmm. The 
Raiders did it last year with Derek Carr, mm -hmm. and they ended up with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. Then the Raiders did it again this year with Jimmy Garoppolo, yep. and they ended up with Aiden O'Connell. Mm -hmm. Then the Colts did it last year, I believe it was, with Matt Ryan. Yep. And they now currently have Gardner Minshew before Gardner Minshew yep. was rookie quarterback Anthony Richardson. So what could the plan be? You keep saying they better have a plan. There is no plan. Yeah. Because in the National Football League, you are likely not getting a high-quality quarterback in free agency. No plan. Then the Broncos will pick so late that yep. they're not going to get Caleb Williams, yep. nor are they going to get Drake May? Yep. So you might get a quarterback we'll all get to see on the first in Michael Penix out of Washington, but this is a quarterback that has had injuries the entirety of his career and is walking into the National Football League at 24 years old because he's transferred from one program to another. So when I really think about what the plan could be, there is no plan. It has to be, though, right? I think the plan is we don't rush. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here. Yeah, that's what Morris That, said. to yeah. me, is the plan. Yeah. I think they're making a mistake, Joy, where you stand on it. Yeah, I do think that they need to have a plan. I mean, I would say the Colts' plan was Anthony Richardson and is Anthony Richardson, but I could point to another organization like the Washington Commanders mm. who didn't want anything to do with Kirk Cousins and since then have gone through, I don't know, 20 no different quarterbacks. So, you know, wins above replacement. Who are you bringing in? It always sounds nice to get rid of a player and move up and do better, but quarterbacks, you know, are, there's not like a quarterback store mm -hmm. that you can go to. And if there was, it's, it's, it's quite empty. It's not usually mm -hmm. stocked. So, and then you have to consider the money and you have to consider the draft picks. What are you actually going to be able to get in the draft? I do think that they have or are formulating some sort of plan. And it does seem like all signs are pointing to they're moving off of Russell Wilson with this benching. But this could also just simply be a, a stopgap to make sure that they don't have to pay him $37 million in 2025 because there is some contingencies with his contract. If he gets injured, when he's injured by March, they have to pay him an extra $37 million in 2025. They already owe him $30 million next year. I'm missing and mashing the numbers here, but it's also a business move as well. So it doesn't entirely guarantee that he's not going to be there next year, but I think it's, this is a, just more of a let's protect our money down the road in case we do, we do end up not going with Russ next season. I, I don't know that it's a mistake. I think it's too early to tell. Yeah. See, I, I think it's a mistake. And I was thinking the same thing we were thinking about as far as the, the, the business part of it and the, and the money, right? And I think about who else do they do this to, right? Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. Oh, we, you know, we want to save him. Uh, we want him to get injured. <laughs> and then you cut him, mm -hmm. right? So if, if, if this was Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or one of them guys, because I think – Russ is not them, but he's in the... Correct. He's closer to them. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And, and if they had a, a, a decent year, okay year, or a good year, you're not about to do that to them. Don't let them fish the year out. So I'm like, maybe it's something more to it. And I think they may be trying to... I, I don't know. I don't want to just start saying things, right, and being documented on tape saying that. But I think it may be a mistake because Russ last year was super bad. Mm -hmm. He was a lot better this year. No doubt. Right? And then when you look at the Broncos as a whole team, mm -hmm. it's not like a lot of talent, right? It's, 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 it's good talent. It's not a lot of talent. And I think they could probably do better by getting some more help. Because if you look at this, his track record this year, I mean, they did go on a five winning streak, right? Mm -hmm. They started off slow. No, I'm sorry. They, they started off real, real bad. They started off real, real bad. That's the crazy. And then they got better and better and better. Not only did Russ play better, yeah. the defense played better. Mm -hmm. Same defense that gave up 70 points. Right? That did happen in the real football. Mm -hmm. They got better. And then you look at some of the teams that he beat. They're playoff teams. Mm -hmm. The Packers, he beat them. The Chiefs, he beat them. The Bills, who we loving like yep. crazy. They beat them on the road. Mm -hmm. The Vikings. Beat them. Playoff teams, the, the uh, Browns. Right? Chargers, I don't want to give them much credit. But they went on, they had to go out there and win these games, and they did that. So I think maybe if Sean Payne has a little more trust, get him some more help, they can make some plays. You talked about it. A lot of times you see these games, they have won. Yeah. 
It ain't just like super great coaching. Okay, this Correct. wasn't there. Yeah. On this side. No, it's Russ running around like he did with the Seahawks, throwing off his back foot, making a crazy play and a yep. crazy catch by Cordell Sutland. So them things did happen. So I think that they don't have a plan, yeah. or if they don't have, I don't know if they do have a plan or not, but I think it's a bad move to go for Sean Russ. Payton literally speaking right now. He just said that this is about now, quote, this is about trying to get our eighth win and we will go from there. He said this is about now. This is about trying to get our eighth win, and we will go from there. If you're taking him at his word, that's literally what he said. He's having a press conference simultaneous to this show. We will keep you updated on all of his quotes. James, I'll take what Joy and Shady have said, and I'll run with it. I think this is disrespectful. Mm. First and foremost, if it's about now, Russell Wilson gives you a better chance to win than Jared Stidham. Let's be honest. Secondly, if it's about now, Russell Wilson is a top 10 quarterback this year based upon play, based upon numbers, based upon whatever you want to base it upon. Now, quarterback play has not been great this year, but that does not diminish the fact that Russell Russell Wilson has still been able to, to some degree, stay above the fray. This is disrespectful, but I believe that Sean Payton has been disrespectful to Russell Wilson the entirety of this Broncos tenure. Mm. You go back and you say, Russell Wilson, you need to stop kissing babies. Do you not know who Russell Wilson is? Mm. Russell Wilson has his own charities. Russell Wilson, he goes to hospitals before a game. Russell Wilson is quiet quite literally created a brand off of kissing babies in a figurative and a literal sense. Russell Wilson is the ultimate pro's pro. I don't think Sean Payton liked Russell Wilson, but this is who Russell Wilson is. I believe that this move is disrespectful, mm -hmm. and I also believe that Sean Payton has acted, I think unintentionally, yeah. but he's acted in a manner that has disrespected Russell Wilson the entirety of the time. I will remind you all, James, before I pass it off to you, I read into this clip, I know nobody else at the desk did, when Sean Payton publicly berated Russell Wilson on the sideline last week, not this past week, two days ago, but nine, ten days ago, I said, I ain't never seen nothing like that before for a starting quarterback publicly. Mm -hmm. Sean Payton, you yelling at this man who's a future Hall of Famer, most would say, as if he's just a first-round rookie. Mm -hmm. I had to go back. I never saw Sean Payton do this to Russ. I had to go back. I never saw Tom, uh, Bruce Arians do this to Tom Brady publicly. Obviously, all these things happen in private. Shady's told me this, and we've heard their accounts. But when I saw this, I said, nah, this is disrespectful. And to me, James, he has put the nail in the coffin of disrespect by yeah. benching Russ. Yeah, you know, when I, when I was on the call getting prepared for the show with my dog Mo today, <laughs> I said, obviously that conversation on the sideline meant more than we thought. Because that was kind of him making this decision like, you got one more strike. We don't know what was said, but you got, and then you go out here and you play the way you played against the Patriots and we lose a football game. But... I wasn't on the disrespect factor until we just heard his comments. Because if you're sitting here telling me that Jared Stenham gives you a better chance to get to your eighth win than Russell Wilson, I believe that's disrespectful. The way Russ has played this season, right? A lot of these wins that you guys have, a lot of them is because Russ playing off schedule and making throws. And obviously, Shady touched on the defense because the defense started playing a whole lot better. But Russell Wilson has been a big part of this. It's not like Russell Wilson is just losing the games for you. So for me, for you to get up there and say that, I believe this is disrespectful because there's nobody, I, I would believe, I would speak for myself, on this desk that think Jared Stenham's better than Russell Wilson. If this was last year, maybe. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? The way he was playing. But this year, playing at quarterback level at a top 10 level, the numbers you just gave us, for you to say another guy gives us the best chance, that's disrespectful because I believe now you're lying. Mm. Right? Just come out and keep it a buck. Like, look, we don't know if he's a dude next year. If he get hurt, we owe him blah, blah, blah. We, we don't want him out there. We're going to go with Stenham. If he find a way to get us an eight win, he do. Right? But for the future, what I see for this football team, I don't know if Russell Wilson is my guy because that's what you're saying, benching him. 
I don't know if Russell Wilson is the guy we want to quarterback this football team for the future. Point blank, period. So we're going to go with Stenham. If he finds a way to get a W, he does. But this right here is for the future and to see what we're going to do at the quarterback spot. But be careful, because ever since Peyton Manning left, it's been quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback after quarterback, coach after coach after coach. So be careful because you're going to be in a rebuild process with a new quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we'd all on the surface like for people to be completely honest. But then sometimes our complete, you, people George, are George. completely honest yeah. with us and we're like, Ugh, yeah, maybe you could have put a little. I'll take that. A little. Either way, I know where thought. I stand. Yeah, but he's not going to come out and say, yeah, we don't want to run a check for $37 million in 2025. So we're just going to run Jared Sidham out here. And you know saying. what I mean? But he can't say that. Yeah, yeah, like, sure. that is what they're saying, yeah. but he can't say that. So he's going to say, Jared Sidham, give us the best chance. We all know Jared Sidham, uh, talent-wise, resume-wise, is, is not Russell Wilson and doesn't give them a better chance. He may very well go out and win this game. We don't know. But that, that doesn't mean that he's better than Russell Wilson. I think we have to separate who Russell Wilson is from what Russell Wilson has actually done over the past few years. Russell Wilson is, has been a great player in this league. He has been a face of the league. Yes, he does kiss babies, and we love that. We love that he's a man of the year. We love that he's a great representation for the NFL. But this is a results-driven business. If we're in the entertainment business, which it is, part of it, then that's very good. And he check, 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 checks all of that every single time. Says the right thing, does the right thing, all of that. We love that about Russ. We love what we've seen from Russ at a high level. Those memories stay with us. That's why we don't want this for him. But what has he actually put on the field as of recent? He's 17 and 27 over his last 44 starts. 17 and 27. Is that good? That's, I don't, I'm not great at math, but that sounds bad when Me you neither. say it out loud. Good numbers. Those are not good well, numbers. Well, well, I mean. He thinks that Justin Fields is Okay. Yes, I do. Uh, right. And we, yeah. and we have like, some hey, disagreements bring, about Justin that. Yeah, this, like Justin Fields gets some like, 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 weekend. Matter of fact, he, bringing he, up he, Justin Fields in this conversation yeah. only further validates you know what I'm saying. Man. He's had th- four games where he has thrown for over 300 passing yards in those 44 starts. And one of those games was the game where they got 70 put on them. So our, let's just take that one out because that's some garbage time numbers. That means he's had three, really, 300 passing yards, th- three games where he has thrown for more than 300 passing yards. Yeah. In 44 games. What are we arguing here for, really? Is it the rust that we love or is it the rust that it is right now? I don't know if it's a good plan to move off of Russell Wilson in Denver. I don't know that. They've been through quarterback after quarterback after quarterback. We can bring up franchises that have done this, and it's failed tremendously. If they put some better pieces around him on offense, if they adjust some things, maybe next year they are significantly better. But how much better? And what has he done as of recent that has made us really believe he's capable of doing that? Are we holding on to the old Russ is what I'm asking. Because I want to advocate for Russ. I really do. But we knew when Sean Payton got there that it was going to be, if it came down to Sean Payton or Russ, it was going to be Sean Payton. No. Yeah. I disagree, but I agreed with that. Like, I, I disagreed that that was the truth. But I agree what with has Russ done? Really? Even this year, we're like, he's so much better than last year, which is grading on a curve because last year was horrific. I think, though, here's where I think we're wrong. Where I think everybody is wrong is Russ this year is the Russ that won the Super Bowl. Let's not get it twisted. This Russ is that Russ. Now, Russ this year is not left Russ Cook Russ, yeah. but I challenge you at home. I won't even tell you. Mm-hmm. At home, look up Russ's 2013 numbers, and then look at this year's numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, exact 
Same thing. Joy brought up a good point, so I had to look it up quickly. Over the 2013 and the 2014 season, how many 300-yard passing games did Russ have? Well, I mean, four of them. 32 games. He, he played four with of one them. of the greatest defenses no doubt. in the history yeah. of the no NFL. Doubt. And, I'm not, and that, that part. I'm not disagreeing. Hold up, but they didn't ask. See, he was still young, Russ. Then sure, right. Once you get paid and once you, like, arrive, I'm a player now, okay, you can't survive off that great defense and a really, really good running game by Marshawn Lentz. I'm not, now it's like we need you to put the ball in your I'm, hand. I'm not disagreeing. What I am saying is the Russ we fell in love with is that Russ. The Russ that is today is that uh, Russ. No, no, no. The, dilemma, the dilemma is the 17, 16, 18, 19 Russ. But that Russ didn't win games. So the Russ that won games is the Russ that is playing right now. The difference is that Seahawks defense is significantly better than the Broncos defense. But once again, when the Broncos defense started cooking, the Broncos went on a five-game win streak. But they beat the Chiefs. They beat the Bills. But that's like the argument that we make for Brock Purdy who has, played, has started 23 games in this league, who was the last pick in the draft, right? That, that's the arguments that we make for him, is that he needs his defense to play at a super high level in order for them to run that offense. Mm-hmm. You can't make that argument for someone that signed a $260 million contract. What, and, and, and if that is the Russ that we fell in love with, and maybe it is, is that Russ, that version of Russ, good enough to overcome not having a generational defense, not having... Marshawn Lynch? No. Like, is, and is that, is that version, is that version, which, which we can't just program, we can't just pull and create that Seahawks defense, is, is that version capable of even winning this division? Because so, right now, I, what, what they have is a really, really good defense. They have some young talent. They have a Super Bowl winning coach. They have Russ, who's putting up those same numbers, and they're seven and six, they're seven and eight. Yeah. I think with this rush, you can win with this rush. You, right? They I think, won five straight. And been, I said that. Yeah. And they like even like the teams like the the, um, the Texans, really good team. Right, this was C.S. Stroud was going on his on yeah. his rampage. He was killing stuff, and they lost by what in the last two last plays. Second, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like Russ is playing well enough to win. I think you could. You already on money. I think you could add on to his his weapons, right? And then hopefully defense continues to play like they're playing, and this would be a team that can compete in that division yeah. because I think the Chargers. I don't know what they'll do. They always look good on paper. Like, they just always look good. Okay? And then the Raiders, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to be that good. Depends on what the coach is and who the quarterback is. The Chiefs, they're going to be good. They should be better. But you never know if the young guys, (laughs) if they don't improve. If you keep the rust we see make these old rust moments. Correct. He hasn't had a full year of us playing the rust that we used to see. Correct. Lightning Cook. But the moments he's had, he has some really good moments. Like, oh, is that the old rust? So I think with this rust, for next year, you can win with them. And they can compete for that division. And really, really quick, though, because... If I was a reporter, I would have, I would have asked me some questions, okay. right? Because what my, my first question would have been, if Russ beat the Patriots, he's your guy for the future? Mm-hmm. Like, because you're in the playoff hunt. You still are, but you're really, really in the playoff hunt with eight wins if he beats the Patriots. So if he beats the Patriots, you're playing him and guaranteeing him these next couple years with this money, that, and you're telling us he's your guy? Yeah. Because we watched the Detroit game, and the Detroit went up and down the field, and Russ don't play safety. We don't. <laughs> you know but, what I'm but, saying? But the answer is yes, James, because that's really what it comes down to. It's one yes. game. Brock Purdy, we did a show yesterday <laughs> where we asked if Brock Purdy was yeah. holding the Niners back off of one game. Mm-hmm. That's what the NFL is. One game can be the difference between you making it to the postseason but here, and not. But here is what kills me with uh, all this. Andy, correct I me. Know. I, I, I know disagree, the postseason, but I'm saying but that's player. what it comes down but to the postseason. Uh, that's what it is. Here's what kills me with all this is identify the player you're coaching. Because the Patriots scored their second most points all season. 
against the Broncos last mm-hmm. game. If the Broncos defense just doesn't allow them to have their second best performance ever yeah. this season, second best ever, we're not having this conversation. So that's why I don't like how, because Russ has lost, the narrative is changing because in my mind, this is the Russ that was going to Super Bowls. He was never a 40-touchdown passer. Manuel, he was making a million dollars when he was doing This it. is true. And is wins, are wins and losses a quarterback stat or are they not? Yes, they are. Are wins and losses they a are. quarterback stat or are they not? Yes, they are. They are. They absolutely it are. It is? Then the results are the results. And especially when you make... When you have a contract that says $260 million, you get the blame. It's not fair, but we do that to everybody. Life is not fair. Fair is for Ferris wheels and fried Oreos. In real life, when there's paper on the line, when there's legacies on the line, when there's records and playoffs and other people's jobs on the line, it comes down to who's the guy. So I want to, again, I like Russ. We all do. I want to advocate for him. But But these are the results. And if it comes down to, I got to make a decision, whether it's right or wrong, it's going to potentially save this team $37 million the year after if we decide to move off of you. Or if I got to start making decisions that show that I am actively, as Sean Payton, the head coach, I'm actively trying to do something to change what we have going on. Because they're, what, one and four in their, in their last, one, one and three, one and four, their last. Yeah, they've lost three out of four. Three out of four. They lost, lost three out of four out games. Of four. That's bad. The yeah, kicker for me, though, is like, Russ, though. That's the it's not part. all on Russ, but we do this to everybody. Why don't we? Why? Why is this the exemption? Who's it's all about for me? What you going to do this better? Leave him if you want to leave her if you want to. How many quarterbacks this year? One have played all 17. Guests, what is the enemy games. of good? Great. But the guy who had it good and wanted it better made it worse. We can lose all the cliches. We can use all the cliches. We can use all the cliches. And that's what I'm saying. I'm not I don't know that they should move off of Russ next year. I don't know if they should, but, I, but I'm also saying, what's the compelling argument that he has put enough on paper over these last two years? Forget it. Over the last four years. Keep in mind everything that they gave up to get but, Russ. It's not even just that they're paying him. But really quick, Joy Joy. Oh, go ahead. You go. Oh, how much they owe him, though? A lot. Oh, it, 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 so this is what I understand, though. If, if you are owing money, I guess you're protecting him by sitting him. So if he gets hurt, you owe him extra money? Yeah, yeah for, the, next, for yeah. the 2025, I believe. But I, I just don't get like, I mean, you already owe him money, so won't you let him play? Like, I don't, I don't get that part. That's all I'm saying. The dilemma is... if he gets hurt, yeah, they simply, owe him a different Simply type. put, they do not want to owe him in 2024 and 2025. So only 24. They currently owe him in 2024 regardless. Right. If he does not pass his physical this offseason, if he got hurt, they would owe him in 2024 and 2025. But, but Joy Joy, this one, this one here is over, right? Because... If a dude came and said, listen, we've been together for a minute, but give me two weeks. I'm going to go see what else is out there. And come back. I'll come back. You ain't going to be there waiting. I'm done with you. You done with me. Hey, let's hurry up and seek right. a trade. I'm gone. Like, there ain't no, you, I mean, you do, bench do me. Do I get the same pass? What you mean? As, as Russ? <laughs> yes. You know, we'll make some excuses up for you. <laughs> 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 hey, but like, I, do I, I get that you same You ain't deal? coming back around here. I, I, might, I might find something better also. <laughs> I hear you. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm very much on everyone's side here. What's better? What's out there that's better? Shady's right. You owe him this money anyway. I'm not really saying that this is the right choice or the, the anything other than money. But what I'm saying is we might, we might just be clinging very strongly to the idea that Russ is 
something that he's not, or maybe what he always was? That part, maybe he was never that great. Ooh, but that, like, you got to have that conversation. Because I, I can't have the conversation that he's not what he was, because he quite literally is exactly what he was, yeah, but both by numbers and by moments. But we can't sit here and say he's not that great, because, I mean, we gave him the name Dangerous because ball in his hand game on the line, he delivered. And what you've seen three to four times this year. Ball in his I, hand, I'm on, Russ, on the I'm line, on Russ side. delivered. That's why I'm saying this right here and the comments he just made is like, come on, bro. You lying. It's disrespectful. That's the question. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, we will continue to monitor this story in real time, bring you the breaking news and the breaking quotes that Sean Payton is saying as he's still at and leaving the podium here shortly. But when we return, let's stay in the division. Patrick Mahomes. I do believe he is at fault for some of the Chiefs' struggles. He has been getting a pass, and I will tell you what nobody else has yet as to why. Come back on the other half of this commercial break for the answers on that. Remember, check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. What's up, family? Second topic of the day as we get to second and short. The Chiefs, oh, it was an ugly loss to the Raiders. James, what is it? There it is. Chiefs has now lost four of their last six games. But here is the issue I have. I think that we're giving Mahomes a little bit too much of a pass for some of the Raiders' struggles. Now, here's why I think the case may be. We've given Mahomes too much of a pass for some of the Chiefs' struggles because Mahomes is not only the lead actor, but he's also the executive producer. Mm. Mahomes is at a level of greatness where he has to understand just how much talent he needs to go the distance with his squads. Mm. I think about Steph Curry with the Golden State Warriors. He understands, does he need Kevin Durant to win a title? If he does, allow KD to come, show up in Golden State and get it done. But he also understands, can he lose Kevin Durant and still win a title? He properly and adequately assessed that situation, got it done. LeBron James, he got to L.A. without AD. He didn't win. And McCleaven, he realized, okay, I need Kevin Love, I get it done. I go to the Lakers, I need Anthony Davis. Gets Anthony Davis, I get it done. Tom Brady, greatest of all time. He's like, can I win with Chris Hogan? Can I win with Danny Amendola? Can I win with James White? Can I win with Deion Lewis? He goes to the Bucks. Okay, I need Gronk. I need AB. I need LaShawn McCoy. When you are both the lead actor and the executive producer, in my mind, you have to be the one in command of the roster, at least understanding who you need to win with and who you can win without. And this is where, Shady, I don't think Mahomes has adequately assessed this situation. His receivers, they not dropping. They not catching balls. I get all that. But he's so great at this point, I need him to take more control and autonomy. Mm. I think he, he has to understand, like, yo, I can't win with MBS. Mm. Y'all can't let Nicole Hardman walk out the door. Okay, y'all let him walk back in the door. Okay, I can't win with Kadarius Tony. Mm. Okay, I, I, I can't win with Sky Moore. I think when I think about the greats, they take autonomy because we're only going to remember Mahomes. In 10 years, nobody will remember the name Marquez Valdez-Scantling, nor will they be able to spell it. Mm. Nobody will remember the name Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore. They likely won't remember mm. the name Rashid Rice. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire will be an afterthought, Ooh. but we will always and forever remember the name Patrick Mahomes. <clears throat> I think the buck stops with him. Before I give you my take, I want to ask you a question before I go. Sir. What would you, what can he do? I think he can walk into Veach's office and he can walk into Andy Reid's office and say, hey, and he, he should have done that because it's too late now, obviously. We're past the trade deadline. I think in the offseason, in week six, week seven, before week eight of the trade deadline, coach, we need more. I, I don't trust MVS, coach. I, I don't trust Kadarius Tony. Coach, week one, he dropped the pass. The Lions took it the distance. That's why we lost the game. Coach, I need more. Mm. So you're going to go to, to, to GM Brett Veach, who's really, 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 really good. Really top, good GM. Top in the game. Mm -hmm. You're going to go to Andy Reid, who's the, at the top of the game. And you're going to say, yo, I need more, right? When you get rid of Tariq Hill, 
And then you go win a championship mm-hmm. with MVS, mm-hmm. with Kadarius Sky Tony, Moore. Sky, who, Moore. Who, Sky Moore, and these dudes made plays to get there, too. It's not, it's not, let's, let's, don't forget that, though. As much as we kill Kadarius Tony in the playoff, they don't win that championship game without him, correct? Mm-hmm. I agree. And you going to tell them that? And knowing, my man, you got 400 M's. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. So how much of this player you want to go get in free agency or trade? Who are you going to go get? Now, listen, I, and I don't want to, you know, go back and forth with you about it, but that, I think what you're asking for is hard as hell to do. Now, if you're saying you blame Patrick Mahomes because maybe a lot of, the, a lot of issues are his receipt or, um, supporting cast, mm-hmm. but he gets some blame for that too no because question. now when they're not catching the ball, I'm watching him. I know his byline. His byline is just way different. He's frustrated, which we all would get like that. And maybe he's not reading the same way. Now that I'm so frustrated. I done throw this guy a ball four times. He drops three of them. And the other one, he, run, he runs the wrong route. I don't trust him. Now I'm holding it. Now I'm getting sacked because I'm holding the ball. Now when I'm getting sacked, I'm going to get a line of scrimmage. I'm looking at the wide receivers. I've been there where I've been with the, with the Bills before they got good. And we had a bad, and I'm going to say this, a bad bet off a salon. Correct. I'm going to say that. And I remember Coach, like, hey, Shady, I need you to. You need me. You need me to do what? Because mm-hmm. you see what they're doing up there. They're not blocking nothing. Correct. And what you want me to do? So now I'm so frustrated. Mm-hmm. I'm yelling at my teammates. Yep. I'm not talking to my teammates. And then when I'm getting handoffs and there's a hole there, I'm not reading the play because I'm so frustrated with what they've been doing for the last three, four, five games that I'm messing up. So, so if you want to blame Patrick Mahomes for that, you cannot sit here and blame him for the, the roster that they have. Here's why. I do not remember anybody on the Bills' offensive line. I could not tell you one name. I'm not sure how many names you could tell me, but I remember the, the good ones or the bad ones. Any of them. I remember <laughs> all the bad any ones. Any of them. But I remember the name LaShawn McCoy. Mm. So at the end of the day, when I look at Shady stats, because that's what people are going to do through the history of time, when Hall of Fame voters look at the numbers and like, man, Shady only went for 1,100 in Buffalo? What happened there? And you're like, yo, I got hurt. I had a bad offensive line. I don't remember that. Yeah. I remember Shady. Mm-hmm. And so it is on Shady in my mind to make sure that Shady yeah, well, puts himself in the best position. Just, That's where I'm at with Pat. Like, yeah, we, we remember Pat. We remember Brady. We remember Steph. We remember LeBron. We don't necessarily remember the whole roster. Yeah, but this, this, is, this is, I mean, I don't want to compare basketball to football, but it's not that easy to do that, yeah. right? I mean, even with Aaron Rodgers, like, he kind of picks the guys that he kind of wants. And sometimes that don't work out. I mean... You see the type of guys that go over there with the Jets. Mm-hmm. The ones that's balling out ain't the guys that he wanted. Mm-hmm. So I don't think everybody's for that. And uh, 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 I think a franchise like Andy Reid has there with the Chiefs and Brett Veach, what they built, yeah. even if Patrick Mahomes would do that. I think it'd be a conversation more of, you know, who I would like. But they've been so good. Andy Reid, all the players that they draft, him and Brett Veach, these are good players. Yeah. You talk about Patrick Mahomes, right? Before he was who he was, mm-hmm. they picked him. Charles Kelsey is such a great player. Yeah, they picked him. So if you keep going all the players that they picked, Tyreek Hill, they picked him. Your boy next to you, they picked me. So it's hard to come out there and say this, then the third. When we are, when A, we are winning a championship with that roster last year. Yeah. Right? Minus Juju, who Juju just was okay, right? And then the second part is like, yo, man, we've been doing this. Yeah. Right? You handle what you got to handle on the field. We're going to handle what we're doing up there. Yeah, it's, it's a couple things, and, and I, I love what both of you guys said, and I'm going to touch on Nacho first. So just so the hey. world, just so the world know. Uh, if this show go bad, it's his fault. <laughs> not wrong, but he's blaming it all on Nacho. No, but, and to Shady's point, Patrick Mahomes can't go up there. And the reason why I say he can't go up there, every single decision that we have made for the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, since you've been here, we won championships. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, go on back to your locker. <laughs> Because we ain't made no decisions up here, you know, that took those championships away from you. You know what I mean? 
Now, we have won championships off of your greatness For with sure. these players because you are extremely great in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl without Tyreek Hill to make plays, to have your team winning the Super Bowl and winning MVPs. You are special. He has not been special this year, and we got to keep a buck a buck. I understand the receivers have dropped some balls. I understand all the that. most. Lamar Jackson's receivers have dropped a lot of passes, too. You can go down the line on people making mistakes, dropping the football. But the Patrick Mahomes we are used to is not showing up on the field. I know all y'all up here really well since I've been on this show. If I was to tell you guys before the football season, hey, listen, they're going to have a number two defense in football. Right? Jeez. And they all Patrick Mahomes got to score is 19 points to win. We would say, Joy, you could play the slot. You could play the <laughs> tight end. You could play the running back. I'll be the X. And with Patty Mahomes, we all can agree, we're going to score 20. He ain't getting that done. Over his whole career, he has scored under 20 five, six times. This season, he got five of them. Total. So Patrick Mahomes in the offense is not getting a job done, and Patrick is not being the Patrick that we're used to of being super special. And, yes, I mean, if he has catch the ball, on, they beat come Philadelphia. On, come on. I understand all that, but consistently. We can't blame Pat now. now no, no, no. Can't, I'm no. not giving him all of it, but he gets most of it because if they find he ways. Gets most of it? Yes, he gets most of it what? because the ball's in his hands every no, play. No, I can't give you that. Pat, gets, he, get, he, he get a little bit of that, of, that, of that blame because there's some plays I'm watching that he seems frustrated, and, I, and that's human. Like, yo, these dudes dropping all these passes, they ain't doing the same thing. My best weapon yeah. ain't playing like my best weapon. My best weapon dropping the balls, too. The only reason why I say what? that is because Man, if nah. they win those nah. games, nah. we're giving, the, we giving the, the, the credit to Rasheed Rice and MVS. We're giving the credit to Patty. So when we lose them games... Most of it, with you touching the ball every play, got to go to you. That's part of the business. There's, there's no quarterback, and I'm done with it. There's no quarterback that can go over there and can't see and save that. I mean, he's the best quarterback we, we got. I mean, we're we seeing that. I mean, I wouldn't what? put no other quarterback on. No, I'm, I go oh, with you. So, so yeah. you want to blame him? It's like, yo, no quarterback can go over and do that. And it's only one quarterback that could get him out of that, too, and that's him. And he ain't doing that. Joy, chime in on this conversation. How responsible is Mahomes for the Chiefs? I mean, he has to take some of the blame. He is the star. He's making, you know, $500 million. We've seen him play at a very, very high level. We expect him to play at a high level. He expects to play at a high level. I, I think there's a lot of blame to go around here. Obviously, the receivers are not playing at the level they need to play at. Travis Kelsey, the other superstar, is not playing at the level he needs to play at. They haven't been able to find a way to adjust the system to take advantage of the talent that they have. I think they overestimated mm. uh, or underestimated their need for a true number one receiver outside of Travis Kelsey. I don't think they'll make that mistake again next year. I think they'll adjust this roster a little bit because we do know how good Patrick Mahomes is and they haven't been able to play at the level that they're expected to play at. You just mentioned the numbers. Score 20 points. Like, <laughs> that's, that's crazy to say when you're associated mm -hmm. with an Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, no Travis question. Kelsey offense, which with guys that played with them in the Super Bowl last year. I think they just got a little too comfortable with the roster. They, they needed to have a, a, a higher-end talent at the wide receiver position. And again, I think, they'll, I think they won't do that again next year. But where I would disagree with... Patrick Mahomes being responsible for the roster. Not only no. have they put together a roster that has gone to five straight mm -hmm. AFC championship games. Yeah. And by the way, She's we don't... That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He can't even come up in the building and ask none of them questions. We, we don't know if it's going to be six. Like, they're, they're not playing well, but they, 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 could, still, they, they could still get mm -hmm. to the AFC championship no game. So it could be six. Yeah. One, two Super Bowls. Ben to three. Uh, and when you look at guys like LeBron and... 
Steph and Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, we, we criticize a lot of them for mm-hmm. doing that. And not, all those moves didn't, weren't the best moves either. Mention Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers asked for a lot of stuff. This year, the Jets have been out of the playoff contention for like three weeks now. Right. And, and, and he, he made a lot of those calls. Yeah, I don't see him up And, and then she says, like, who you going to get? Because it, they can't. It's so much money tied up in guys like Chris Jones, who want a new contract, who they mm-hmm. really need. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's making a nice payday, right? He's not at the top, but he's nice. Yeah. And then Patrick Mahomes got that big deal. So it's like, what players are you going to go get? This is, this is where I'm at. It's not even that I disagree with y'all. This is just like a thought conversation, a thought exercise. The reason it, it vexes me so much is because we'll remember Pat. We won't remember the other dudes. So if you're Pat, do you have to make the decision that Rodgers made before the season? You know what? I'll give some money back. Because we didn't hear Pat Mahomes' contract details this year, but I do remember he re-upped after Burrow Mm re-upped. Maybe he doesn't re-up. I'm just thinking to myself, and Shady, the reason I feel bad is because I feel bad for Pat. We won't talk about anybody else. We won't even talk much about Travis Kelsey in 15 years, but we will talk about Pat. And so I'm just so perturbed because I'm like, Pat, you got to save yourself. But he he doesn't have – I'm not going to say he doesn't have that power, but – that's right. Aaron Rodgers is in year 18, mm-hmm. right? And, and not, not to say that Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes aren't on the same level, but, like, he's in year 18. He's, he's about to negotiate to go to a new team that wants to take him on to go on a Super Bowl run, right, who's been, who's been bad. So he can walk in and say, no, I'm Aaron Rodgers. You're the Jets. You do what I say. I think Aaron, but, Tom Brady is Tom Brady yeah. walking, taking, his, taking his yeah, talents, ain't, ain't taking no, his talents yeah. to, to the Buccaneers. But, I'm Tom Brady. Yeah. You're going to give me this if I'm going to cut here. Patrick Mahomes is in the building. They have a relationship. Andy Reid does his job. And also part of the reason why I feel like the Chiefs are so successful, because I'm big on this. I don't like when people over get overly involved and meddling and stuff. Responsibility should be delegated. Andy Reid is great at his job. Don't nobody need to tell Andy Reid how to do his job. Brett Veach, really, 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 really good at his job. He's the reason Patrick Mahomes is there. That's true. He's the one that advocated to to Andy Reid to get him there. That's true. He's really good at his Mm -hmm. job. And Patrick Mahomes is the best in the league at his job. Mm. Everybody's not supposed to do everybody's job. Yes, you can get in a room and have a conversation. But for Patrick Mahomes to come in and be like, But not that. Wait, wait, wait. that. First of all, no, Andy Reid, you, you, you not. We talking about it. You ain't about to go up there and, just, and test out. And they ain't doing that. That's not what I'm saying. And Tom Brady ain't go up there to, to a Belichick and do all that. Of course. So I think everything is different. But Tom, here's all I'm saying is Patrick Mahomes has made two pivotal errors. One of these two. He either overestimated his own ability or he overestimated the ability of everybody else. But because he I do but remember. Why did he make? That? Why right. is he responsible for overestimating that? Because. He's responsible for his own greatness. He is the agent of his career. I remember, let's talk Andy Reid. And, and y'all know this is why, uh, at least publicly, why Donovan McNabb and T.O. beefed. McNabb advocated for Westbrook getting a contract extension. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid was a coach. Howie Roseman was in the general manager vicinity. I don't think he was the active yeah. GM at the time. Uh, it was Joe Banner. Joe Banner was the So we've seen, with an Andy Reid coach team, a quarterback advocate for the extension of a star player. All I'm saying is Mahomes has to, I just feel bad that he's struggling so much because he does have the agency but, to go to Andy or Veach and say, hey, big dog, I, he, I can't he, I don't think he, he does. does. He does, but he can't. Everything that they have shown you and put in front of you, we have won with that, Patty. Right. So coming into this season, you finna tell me I need a number two receiver? We just won the 
We just won the Super Bowl with Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore. They caught touchdowns. He took a punt return and put you in field. Like, we won with these boys. Rasheed Rice, who I believe is the best one out of all of them. We drafted him for you. So it's not like we sitting back, like, just left. Like, we are drafting players that we think are talented players on top of you still having the best tight end in the game. Everything that they have shown, Patty, is we got you. So there ain't no need to come up here. But Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, that ain't necessarily the case. Right. I got to go say something. And I don't, I don't think that uh, if you look at all the teams in football, right, organization-wise, I don't think no team drafts better than the, than, than the Chiefs. Right? This is my opinion. I mean, they need, it, they need a lineman. What do they do? They find a way to go out there and get linemen. Split some get linemen. Yep. Right? Running backs. Up and down with the running backs. They go get a first-round running back with, with um, five. five. Right? But then the seventh round. With a, yeah. Get, nobody was thinking about him. They go in the game. So... The, the Chiefs are the best at that. When, when we thought, myself, I ain't going to say we, myself. When I thought that they, they, when they got rid of Tariq Hill, there's no way they're going to be at the same level offensively. They go get Juju, which we wasn't super happy about. I was like, okay, Juju, solid player. Come on. They were in the Super Bowl. Yep. So as much as you saying that, and I, and I hear you, and, and like, I'm, well, I'm trying to hear you. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do, bro. And, the, and we look at the, the Chiefs, that's what they do. They get better every year. Next year, I guarantee you that the wide receiver room will not be like that. So if you're Pat, because you know him best, you played okay. with him, you know right. Andy Reid best. Yeah. If you're Pat, it's week seven. Yep. I think they're five and two, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. It's before the trade deadline. Right. You're not saying nothing? If you're Pat, you see DeAndre Hopkins gets released Ooh, before question. the right. season yeah. uh, by the Arizona Cardinals. DeAndre Hopkins is a free agent. Right. He ends up signing with the Tennessee Titans, I think, for like $7 million. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not saying nothing for the season, though. But see, but see, so first of all, you're 5-2, which is really, really good. Well, what was their record? I don't want to be wrong. 6-1. and 6-1. Even You're 6-1, <laughs> right? And, and things, you got a young wide receiver room, 6-1. We're doing good. We're doing really, really good. We're going to get better, all right? Travis is going to eventually come around. That's yep. what I probably yep. see Andy yeah. and Pat's on. You know, Travis, he was battling with the ankle injury. Yep. Third. He's going to come back around. Fair. These young wide receivers we got, hey, up and down, they're going to come around. Because we've seen it before last year. Same guys last year. Point. So when you say anything, you talk about bringing in, once you bring in a guy like a Hopkins, mm. he's the number one in the room. So soon as soon, the first day I'm in there, y'all know y'all rose. Yeah. I'm the number one. Y'all do y'all thing. <laughs> nah, bro. We got a whole system here. Yeah. Yeah. Right? We went with you without you. So that's something I learned when I went yeah. over there. Like, hey, and you already know what it's 2-5. I'm back. No. Hold up. Yeah. Here, Eagles at the door. Yeah. We went with you or went without you. Yeah. The only person we need is, is number 15. Yeah. Everybody else? Now, what I could say he can do right now, because you ain't going to come up in there talking about who we should draft and who we should go yeah, train and all dead. that, because we have delivered for you. And we've won championships. You got MVP. You got $500 million, You own a bunch of stuff, right? But I have seen Aaron Rodgers say, no, no, no. I want Jordy Nelson on this route. I want JJ on that one, right? So you can't come in there like, hey, Andy, listen, I'm comfortable with Rasheed Rice right here in this. You know what I'm saying? Put him here more. Put MVS here more. Whatever. Like, I feel like he should have some input on that. Like, for us to have a lot of success, right, let's move some of these pieces, but I trust him right here, right? Obviously, 87 is going to be 87. I trust him wherever he at. But I trust Tony here. You know what I mean? Let's, I think he can go up there and have that conversation with Andy like that to try to get this offense to score more than 20 points. Because if you score more than 20, but, but, but you're the number one seed. But y'all were more mature. Y'all was, y'all was older, mature players. Yeah, but he the leader now. Though. No, no, what I'm saying is, if you keep putting this guy here, that don't matter. They dropping everywhere. No, it matters, <laughs> they, for, they, it matters for the mental, for the quarterback. What, what I'm saying is, even all that you saying, I get that. Mm-hmm. I like him better with these jump balls. I like him better with screens. That's cool, but a lot of you, they dropping it. They all dropping no, it. But and, I, and not only are they dropping it, uh, they wasted too much timeouts because these guys know where to line up at. And, that, and that's all good, and that's a really good point. But 
they ain't where they supposed to be consistently. So if I know that, hey, stop moving these boys around. In Green Bay, we had to learn every spot, right? So it don't matter. We in no huddle, whatever we in. If you're at the zebra, the X, the Z, you know what you're doing. Right. That's too much for these young fellas. Put Rice right here. Put MVS right here. They know exactly what they're doing for the chemistry aspect. The offense, I know where the ball goes. The offense, goes. the offense. Over there, like, complimentary <laughs> intelligence is a big working. thing. Intelligence is a big thing. You cannot be a dummy playing that played team. It, I played in the offense like not, that. You're going to be doing it. Who I got? I mean, <laughs> yeah, but right now, a lot of these dudes young. all time. And, you, <laughs> and you're thinking about that, and that's when the drops kick in instead of just, hey, I'm the X, only the X. I'm going to go do my Thank job. Too much. Well, the Chiefs, they have relinquished the lead in the AFC, and the Dolphins are trying to take it over. After the Dolphins had a nice win over the Cowboys, finally beat a team with a winning record, does it prove the Dolphins are Super Bowl legit? Might we crown a Super Bowl champ that has only won one playoff game in the last 23 years. We might just do it. Next on Speed. Family, we're in third and long. This is the most exciting topic of the day because the Dolphins, they finally beat a team with a winning record. Jalen Waddle walked off on the Cowboys. Tua Tungavailoa clutch in the red zone. Raheem Mostert, he took the lead for most total touchdowns. And then McCaffrey took it back. Anyway, Joy, did the Dolphins, after beating the Cowboys, they had yet to beat a team with a winning record, but they finally did at home beating the Dallas Cowboys. Did they prove their Super Bowl legitimacy? Of course they did. Mm. Answer questions. That's what every team's been doing all season long. Can you beat good teams? Can you win on the road? Can you stay atop of your division? Can you stay atop of your conference? Can you play at a high level? Can you play through injuries? Every team this year has questions about them. Every single team. We just saw the big bad Niners lose badly to another team in the AFC that was at the top of the AFC. I don't, I'm not, it's, it's okay. It's not a personal slight, okay? You <laughs> sound real excited. You take it personally. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that. I'm saying that not to take a slight at the Niners. I'm saying to say every team has questions about them this year. So you should be able to answer, answer those questions throughout the season. And we've had the ability through the scheduling to have a lot of these teams step up to the plate and put things on tape to answer those questions. So yes, I think the Dolphins have everything that they need to be a Super Bowl contender and that win over Dallas definitely helps legitimize that. They answered my question, so I agree with you on that one. I had yet to see the Dolphins beat a winning team, Mm -hmm. a team with a winning record. Mm -hmm. Shady, I had said on the show, Joy, I had said on the show, I said, we haven't seen since the turn of the century a team lose to all of the opponents with winning records and go on to win a Super Bowl. We just hadn't seen it. I did not believe that the Dolphins could win four games against four winning teams and route to a Super Bowl if you lose four games against four winning teams in the regular season. I didn't believe it. They answered that question. So now I do believe that they are Super Bowl legit. It also helps that the Chiefs have taken a downward slide and the Bills, who really knows what kind of time they on, they struggled against Easton Stick and the Chargers. So I think the Dolphins are officially, to my mind, Super Bowl legit, though I know you've believed in them a lot. How did that Cowboys win change your opinion of the Niners? What did it do for you? Well, I always thought that the... Um the Dolphins was a, a playoff Super Bowl contender, right? When you have a good coach, which they do, they have super talent around them, which they have. They're the fastest team in football. And since Jalen Ramsey been back, they've been the best team in football, Especially best defensive no team, yep. right? Offensively, the number one offense with the number one defense. So they can play with anybody. It's a matter of putting it, on, put it on, on, on tape, showing it, and being consistent every week. Now you look at them like, yo, they got a shot. <laughs> they, they super fast, mm-hmm. right? And they play well. Only thing is, can they... Do this over and over and over again, be yeah. consistent. That's the only question. But to play against anybody, they can do that. 
Yeah. And another thing, we've seen everybody can be beat. Mm-hmm. The big bad Niners, who I thought was unbeatable, yeah. Yeah. they got beat. Not only did they get beat, they got whooped on. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Okay, we get it, we get it, we get it. I get it. We understand. So knowing that anybody can be beat. Mm-hmm. From my Eagles, we 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 can be beat. Do do that. Do the whoop 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 The Cowboys, we see they can get whoop on. So everybody can be beat. Simple as that. No doubt. You said the key word over there, consistency. Yeah. Right. And right now, the way it's looking. They're the number two seed, right? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have to beat one, two, mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. four winning teams in a row mm. to win the Super Bowl, right? So for me, this game really, 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 really matters against the Baltimore Ravens. The one coming up. The one coming up. Can you put two of them together? We know they got Super Bowl talent. We'd be stupid to think that, right? They can make a play on anybody and win football games, but they have shown us against good football teams this season they cannot do it consistently. They only beat one team. So this game, I know the Cowboys game for them was huge because that's a winning team. That's one check. If you can do it consistently and beat the Baltimore Ravens, that lets me know y'all Super Bowl road ready. Too, huh? On the road? I think it's at home. Yeah, it's on, it's on the road. Is it Question on the road in Baltimore? In Baltimore yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tough on this one. It's going to be cold. James, yes. I'm going back to you for this question, big dog. Is it better or worse for the Dolphins that they got to play three playoff games before playing four playoff games? Now, mm-hmm. it might be three more in the playoffs if they beat the Ravens and got the one seed. Yeah. But is it better for the Dolphins that they got to play the Cowboys, Ravens, mm-hmm. Bills, just to get to the playoffs, then have to play the Browns and then the Ravens? Is that better for them, or would you rather be able to exhale going into the playoffs? I think that's better because these are the teams we're going to see. You know, you're going to see the Baltimore Ravens in the playoffs if you're trying to go to where you're trying to go. You're going to see Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills in the regular season and in the playoffs if you're trying to get to where you got to go. So to get a couple shots at them or even get a shot at them during the season and truly, truly know what to expect when the playoffs come, I think that's going to benefit them big time. And you don't want to be answering questions going into the postseason. Even if they play well against the Ravens, I mean, look, the Ravens are top of the AFC for a reason. So it's a road game. It's going to be cold. It's going to be a tough game for the Dolphins. Even if you play well and you beat the Bills, like you, you're going into the postseason without a lot of questions about you. I mean, McDaniel's talking about it at, at, the, at the press conference, telling the media what to do about these questions. Can you beat a winning team? So when you're answering those things, when you're putting that actually on tape, not, not having campaigns for this and our guys this and that, just actually going and doing it, that not only gives you confidence, but it, quiet thing, it quiets things in the building. There's a lot of noise with a lot of teams this year because, like Shady said, everybody is beatable. So when you're going into the postseason playing against good teams and if you're playing well and you're beating them – that's better to me than smacking around teams that are out of the playoffs or, or aren't playing at a high level. Because then you're still going to be saying, okay, well, this, this game don't really matter. You yeah. don't really, really beat any teams that you're going to be playing in the postseason. But is getting that question answered, because I'm not sure it is, is getting that question answered worth the chunk of flesh you have to lose to get it answered? Yeah. Because I mean, remember, well, I, here's why I don't know. And let me, let me pose my thought you. you talking about like if answer. somebody get injured? Well, I'm thinking about Trent Williams. Uh-huh. Now he's hurt. He got a groin. Yeah, but you- Backup dude. He got a – I would surmise – Trent ain't been hurt. Mm-hmm. You go up against the Baltimore Ravens, Brock Purdy, he got another stinger. Yeah. Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith are out there. Trent Williams, he has a groin because tip ball, pick, pick, pick. Now Trent trying to tackle Patrick's, yeah. Patrick Queen. In order to answer questions against a team like the Ravens, you're going to lose a chunk of flesh. Yeah. Against the Bills, you're going to lose a chunk of flesh. When you play those really good teams mm-hmm. that are a lot more physical, it, it, it will cost you yeah. to answer that. But, but you don't make but, the schedule. But not only that, do you know the confidence you're going to get from that? 
If the Niners and the Baltimore Ravens meet in the Super Bowl, number one, it ain't going to be no five and a half again, right? Number two, the Niners going to know, pack your lunch pail up because it's going to be one of them type games. If the Dolphins go into Baltimore and take the number one seed and win that football game, do you know the confidence they're going to get? We all know you could take the, the, the football field against the the New York Giants and get hurt. We know that, so that, that's part of it. But the confidence you are going to get from beating Baltimore and then beating the Buffalo Bills teams that's in the playoffs, that's, that's big time. And this even makes win number two even more because this is on the road in yeah. Baltimore where you might have to go back if you lose this game. You, you want to go out there and play well. Yeah. Shady, answer it for me because when you won your – second Super Bowl, you have to win the final four games of the regular season and then go win the next four games in the postseason. Did that last four-game stretch, would you have rather played the dog after dog after dog, or did you feel good enough after week 12, like, hey, I'd rather us get healthy. We already know we good to go. Take me through the mentality of your Super Bowl. I mean, well, it depends on the team. Uh, like, if you need to get healthy at the right time, that matters more than anything, right? But I do like to play against good teams going into the playoffs because now, We've been in playoff mode since week 12, since week 13. Yep. So now with other teams, we have to get into that mode. We are there, right? Nah, we don't want no break. Nah, bring us on the big dog, big dogs. We already played some of them dudes, so we know what it is. So when we got to play the, the, the Saints who've been beating us all year, we was cool with that. Yeah. We battle-tested. We beat them on the road. Mm-hmm. We got Green Bay Nathan, MRC, cool. Mm-hmm. We didn't play three, four teams that was really, really good. Bring them on, too. We beat on them, too. Then we get to the Super Bowl. We got Patty Mahomes. Oh, my God, it's a hard one to beat. They beat us by 25 points. In the regular season, embarrassed us. We're ready for them too, because we done had so many good games. Yeah. So I think like one thing is confidence is a big thing, and confidence is everything. Mm. And momentum. I keep talking about that. Confidence and momentum is great for any everybody because even your star players, they're gonna be cool. It's the guys you're not thinking of, mm. right? That you might not get a lot of opportunities, but we need you to make that catch on third and six. Yeah. And we need four yards. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Right? You just need one, one play from you. That 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 guy that beats a sack, he gets a sack. He might have had four or five sacks the whole season. Mm-hmm. You get that one, that's cool. Now you got JJP, JJP, and you got Shaq. No, Shaq Barrett. Shaq Barrett, all those Shaqs. So now it makes the team better. So I love that. I hate the breaks unless you really need some health. But other than that, play the good teams and get in that playoff mentality. Well said. Well said. It's go time. Go time. I want to play right now. Good, because it's crazy work time. I'm glad you said that. Get myself that you did not see over the weekend because you were opening up Christmas gifts. If you missed any highlight play, come back because Shady is going to show it to you. I can promise you that. Don't fear if you missed the game because you was opening that new hoodie or that new throw blanket. Shady going to show it to you next on Speed. This is called Giving Out Crazy, Crazy, Crazy That's crazy work. All right, Shady, it's time. The crazy word get to a big dog. I'm waiting. Did you see the moves? Anyway, you see the moves. Every week on Wednesday, I don't care who's here, we are here on Speak, giving out crazy, crazy love to the winners of the crazy, crazy work. Yeah. Let's get to the footage. <laughs> Let me show it. Going for Cardinals, Greg Dorch giving out crazy work. Kyler Murray throws some little man. Get that first down. Oh, excuse me. Let me stop. Oh, wait. Oh, 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 oh
get six. I get six. How did that, that not right. win? I tell you what, this boy oh good, man. What? I'm going right. I'm going left. Let me stop on a dime. Excuse me. That boy bad. I don't know what you're doing. You need to hold the ball way more. Oh, this has got to be crazy. Anyway, win. number this two, because he didn't crazy. win. Uh, I'm going with Zay Flowers. One of my favorite oh young boys. I met him in the offseason. He talked about how good he was. I didn't believe it. Now I believe it. Look at oh, the dude. You don't, you don't got Fred on there, do you? Can regular dudes miss? Oh, and he make it all. Oh, my God. What? No, listen. With Fred Warner, Zay Flowers. Catches for 72 yards, but guess what? He didn't win, but he balled out. Uh. <laughs> Who won? Jameer Gibbs is the winner, oh, baby. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm going to Detroit and listen. This that Talk one. about crazy work. <laughs> That's the true definition of crazy work. Don't touch me. I'm making you miss and I'm making you Look fall. Out, Where are you going? Where are you going? Oh, my God. Yo, listen. I don't know what number that is, but Jameer Gibbs. Oh, my God. This is, this is tackle football. He's out there, out there playing. Oh. Look, at, look at him. Bro, that is if I crazy. Can't take, I'm going to kick it. I'm going to kick it. No, you didn't kick it. Anyway, enough of all that. That is Let me get crazy, that. man. Jameer Gibbs, oh listen. Oh, my God. I know you're playing in Alabama. It's pretty warm, but in Detroit, it gets cold. And the way you're giving out that work made the dude miss. Uh, excuse me. You deserve Ooh, crazy weird. work, hoodie, baby. Man, we don't, can we get one more angle Show some love. Yeah, can we, we get one more angle Let's see one more time. Let's see one more time. Let's see one more time. This boy good. Ooh. I had a chance to meet him in the office. I said, yo, who you, who you remind yourself of? I said, more like Jamal Charles. He said, yeah, more speed, but I'm a little more shifty than that. Mm. I said, are you? Yeah, he, he ain't lying. Oh, my dog. crazy work on the turf. In the oh, crazy work dictionary, that's called putting a dude down. Oh, my gosh. That boy good. That boy good. Next year, you're going to see him really break out. <laughs> and now funny. I know what they got. That's why I love him with all the running backs, man. They just get better and better and better. Wow. Yeah, that was special. That was special. Hey, well done, Shady. And you're in better shape now. You don't be sweating as much. You don't oh, be... Yeah, hey, man. Light work. I'm walking around a little bit. Can, can, <laughs> we, can, 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 can we follow him? Can we follow him, please? Lose, lose a little weight. You know what I mean? They go. calling me handsome. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> My dog. When we return, they are not calling Russell Wilson a starter, at least not anymore, because he has officially been put to the bench. But getting some intricate details on how all of this shook out. Word on the street, Russell Wilson declined taking down his injury Clause, and as a result, he's getting benched. We're bringing you all of the details that you're not finding out on social media on the other side of this commercial break. It's the breaking news of the day. Speak. All right, family, we are in overtime, but this is the most pressing sports topic of the day. Sit back, get comfortable in your chair, turn your volume up wherever you are, because Russell Wilson has been benched in Denver. I cannot believe the words that are coming out of my mouth. He's been benched not for a number one overall pick, not for a first-round pick. He has been benched for Jared Stidham of the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders last year. The question I have, Joy Taylor, did Russ deserve Better. He's been benched. A 12-year vet, Super Bowl, been to two. I can't believe they're benching him. Did he deserve better in Denver? Deserve. Deserve, deserve, I didn't deserve. ask you fair, because I know <laughs> fair is for Ferris wheels. Yes. I said, did he deserve Deserve better? is a very big, big, big word. No doubt about it. I want to say yes, but this is why I always encourage players to do what's best for them. Because at the end of the day, loyalty is for fans mm. and it is for family. Mm. It is not for business. And this league and every other league and every other business is going to remind you of that. That's why leverage is so important. Of course. It's why contracts are so important. It's why power positioning is so important. 
And it's why results are so important. Because if you don't produce the results that they want you to produce, and they have the opportunity to do something that may benefit them, they're going to do that. No so I can't really sit here and say that the Broncos don't have a right to do what they're doing because it, it does come down to money. It does come down to results. You're being paid a lot of money. You haven't produced the results. Now we can talk about who's to blame. The Broncos certainly deserve a lot of that blame. But keep in mind, it's not just money that brought Russell Wilson to the Denver Broncos. It was also a lot of picks sure. and some players because we just go straight to the contract. Mm. Some first round picks, some second round picks, some players that are no longer there because they wanted to bring Russ in. Who, by the way, wanted to leave. Mm -hmm. This wasn't a this wasn't a they were doing him a favor type of situation. He wanted out. But I don't want to get distracted because here's here's what I want to hone in on for you, Joy James. I'm very curious because you've been in this position personally. Russell Wilson is a 12-year NFL vet. We were drafted the same year. Russell Wilson is a Super Bowl champ. He has been to two. Russell Wilson has been nothing short of a great even face of the Broncos franchise. In the midst of adversity, some he brought on, but the defense sucked at the beginning of the season too. To bench Russell Wilson, to me, is disrespectful, and it is undeserving, particularly given his play. That's why, James, I think he deserved yeah. better. Personalizing it real quick for the viewer, you had a great season your last year in Green Bay. Yes, I did. You had 800, 900 yards, something like that. That was a great season. I had the team. Yeah. You went to management, hey, no I'll doubt. play for cheap. 100%. Just bring me back. I will play for cheap. Yeah. I want to play 10 years. Yeah. You didn't have that opportunity. Yeah. I would say, though it's a business, yeah. you deserved Better. I appreciate that, my brother. I think Russ deserves better. What say you? Yeah, I did deserve better because, I mean, I did everything right in Green Bay. I did, I did everything right. But I think Russ deserves better. I think this is disrespectful, and I think Russ deserves better. And the reason why I say that is because I've been benched before also, but I've been benched for playing bad. And still, I'm looking at the coach like, you disrespecting me, bro. I'm going <laughs> to flip this thing around. Like, nah, bro. <laughs> Stand by me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but this is disrespectful, and Russ deserves better because, number one, they're still in the playoff hunt. Number two, you sat here, and you had your press conference, and you said, Jared Stenham gives us the best chance to win a game. Come on. Like, you lying, you lying to me now, and you disrespecting me now because I just took you on a five-game win streak. And a lot of the games we lost early in the season wasn't me. It was the defense giving up 260-plus yards rushing average. Not, a, not just one game, average, right? You gave up 70 points in the game, so it wasn't just me. And I know the quarterback is the guy that's going to get all the blame, but with what Russell Wilson has delivered this season, with everything the coach has came out and said about him, Russ been a pro pro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Russ ain't said nothing. Russ ain't that. Just go on the field and play. I think Russ deserves better in this situation. Um, when you talk about benching him, knowing that you really ain't got a first rounder or none of that behind him, I think this is disrespectful, man. Russ deserves better from this. Well, when we return, we got to bring in NFL insider Jordan Schultz because he has some details on this Russell Wilson drama and saga that you have yet to hear and honestly that I have yet to hear. Come back on the other side of this commercial break so we can give you the unheard details from NFL insider Bleacher Report Jordan, Jordan Schultz, and then we will discuss the breaking news, really, of the NFL month. That's Russell Wilson being benched next on Speed. Could not be more excited to have NFL insider for Bleacher Report, Jordan Schultz, joining me. Jordan, it's the breaking news of the day. You've known Russell Wilson's camp for about a decade now. You told me something off camera that the listeners and the viewers have to hear. You said that the Broncos went to Russell Wilson in October and asked him to restructure his contract. What are the details there? 
All right, so here's the timeline, Ocho, and it's great to be back on. October 29th, they beat the Chiefs. Two days later, on Halloween Day, the Broncos come to Russ, and they tell him, look, you got $37 million in guarantees. We need you to defer that another year down the line. Russell Wilson says no. They say, if you don't acquiesce to our demands, not only are we going to bench you, but we're going to make you inactive. Forget this season. You're going to be inactive. What does he proceed to do? They beat Cleveland, one of the best defenses in the league. They beat the Bills and Vikings on primetime. They're starting to play really good football. And then, obviously, they lose to New England. But over the last near two months now, Watcho, you're talking about a very nasty situation. And this is why we always say, and why I always say, if you're a player, forget loyalty, as Joy just said. Go get yours. It was negotiated in the original contract, that $37 million in guarantees. There's no reason why Russ should say, forget it. I'll defer. And that's where you're at right now. And then today it came to a scratching halt when Sean Payton sits him down and says, we're going with Jared Sidham. You're no longer our starting quarterback. This is invaluable insight. I have one more question for you. Please answer it quickly. If Russell Wilson and the Broncos would have beat the Patriots last week, do you believe Russell Wilson still would have been benched today? That's a great question. I would say no, but by the end of the season, yes. Sometime in the next three weeks, it would have happened. Perhaps not after the New England game, but this was where we were heading. And when you talk about that $37 million guarantee, and I'll be quick here, there was no way he was going to defer it with a thought, what happens if I have an Alex Smith situation? What happens if something catastrophic happens to me as a quarterback? This season, 3,600 yards, almost 26 TDs, eight picks, I should say 3,100 yards, one of the premier quarterbacks in the league by every single metric, almost his Seahawk numbers to a T. There was no way he was going to add yes to that. But this is what's been going on nearly every single week over the last two months, Acho. The page, or sorry, the Broncos threatening him, saying, if you don't come to our demands, you will be benched. You will be inactive. It's a terrible situation. And I got to tell you, I sympathize for Russ. Ooh, wow. Schultz, thank you so much, man. Look forward to seeing you more. Thanks for clearing the schedule for this. James Jones, going to you, I saw you shaking your head in disappointment and maybe disgust as Schultz was reporting that. What's your reaction to it? Man, the NFL called. That, that, that's my reaction right there. You're right. There's no loyalty in this business. I truly, truly wish Russell Wilson would have won. Because they would have looked totally crazy. We are in the playoffs, and you're benching the quarterback because you're telling the Broncos fans or whatever, with a winning record, with your quarterback playing at a very, very high level, that he ain't the quarterback of the future for this team. That's crazy. I, I really wish he would have won because with them numbers, Russell Wilson has not been a problem for the Denver Broncos this year. We just talked about it earlier. That's why you asked the question. One win can make the difference in, in this league. I've seen all kinds of crazy stuff happen mm. with teams. You don't ever give any money back. You don't ever give in to anything like this at all. He's totally right. What if he has an Alex Smith situation? It can happen like no that. Question. He shouldn't give any money back. But you got to go win the games. And he didn't win the game. So I, I, I don't – I absolutely sympathize with Russ. This is a crazy situation to be in and to be asking someone of his caliber to do that. But you started the season one and four – you got smacked by 70. You have a contract that is huge. You're not winning. You didn't produce last year. And they're coming to you asking you to put this money back. If you're not going to give it back, you got to go win the games. Like, it's cold, but that's how business works. I can, on one end, absolutely sympathize with it being a very chaotic and terrible situation for Russ. But also, that's why every little detail in a contract matters. And that's why the results matter as well. Because at the end of the day, the organization has the power. Absolutely. Ah, absolutely, they do. I mean, 
It's weird because like uh, these, these issues, they suck in, their, in our sport. But this is a business, and every business is like this. It's just that the NFL is just so such a popular thing for our country. But this is what it is. What it is is we are all individual contractors trying to reach a common goal, mm-hmm. right? I got my contract. You got your contract. My role might be different than your role, right? But we're trying to win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And hey, I might make more than you. You may make more than me. Whatever it may be. So I gotta do what's best for myself. Listen. I want to come to camp to be a better team, right? To get that chemistry. But I can't come to camp unless I got my money right. Yeah. You might have your money. You might come to camp because you're ready. I can't. So we are independent contractors yeah. trying to reach a goal. The, the thing they're doing with Russ, I don't think it's right, but I understand it's business. Dang, we, I don't know if we want to use you or don't want to use you, but we don't want you to get hurt because we don't want to pay the extra money. Where Corliss Sullivan might not have that issue. Mm-hmm. You know what? He's good enough. He's going to be in our plans. We're going to keep him. If he gets hurt, don't get hurt. Yeah. So that's all it is. I've been there before yeah. with, the, with the Bills. Ask me to take a pay cut. I was offended. I'm like, wait, wait, me? Mm-hmm. You, you want me? Like all these, all these bum dudes yeah. on a team, let alone the offense. Yeah. You want me to take a pay cut? You know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. Release me or let me go. And that's what happened. So what, I, I wasn't tripping about it because I know what it is. I know I got a tease, but what if the players don't like that? Like we, we in playoff contention. What if Stenham don't give us the best chance? That, that, Get them? That. They, have, they have a 6% chance. Yeah. 6% chance and, of 37 and, million guarantees. Y'all, this piece of the puzzle. Y'all players. When we return, my question is very simple. Are Russell Wilson's days as a starter over? Mm. I mean, he's 35 years old. He's benched. His last few years haven't been great. And a future Hall of Fame head coach just publicly gave up on him. Mm. Are his days as a starter over? Come back for maybe the most important question you'll hear all season. Tough conversation. I've been there. 35 years old, bench, no longer the starter. Shady McCoy, are Russell Wilson's days as a starter in the NFL over? I hope not. Boy, that's looking like it. It's looking like it. Like, ooh, when it start doing like that, hey, we all been there, Russ. <laughs> Even me. <I've> been there. <laughs> the bench get kind of warm, too, though. They do. You know what I mean? They do. James, his days are starter over. No, man. No, Russell Wilson will be starting in this league again. I mean, what, we, come on, man. We watching Joe Flacco. We watching Gardner Minshew. We watching Jake Browning. We watching. Um, they all started. They all started as backups. We all, I'm not saying they, they all started they as backups. They all We're watching the Atlanta Falcons. Somebody okay. is Man. going to get Hallelujah. Russell Wilson. You don't even want to hold the Falcons. Russ's days are starting over. Uh, no, and we're going to discuss this more tomorrow. But no, I, I don't think Russ's days are over. This is a quarterback league. They're always looking for quarterback talent, and I, I think he's going to get another opportunity somewhere else. Well, family, I get to go from one studio to another. Uh. 7:30 Eastern Holiday Bowl on Fox. Check your boy out. I'll be there. Gotta go to work.